0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Colorful Plates podcast, your weekly source for what's happening in the produce and food service world. We're kicking off our podcast with market reports for several commodities, and then we'll move into my interview with Mike Magania, our avocado and melon sourcing specialist. Mike tells us all about avocados in 2020 and more. All right, so let's jump right into our market report, starting off with Tomatoes, who got rocked this past month due to weather issues. This market is slowly recovering, but quality and availability issues continue to be fair. The recent freeze in Florida has delayed a full recovery for six more weeks. Yields are half of what they were this time in 2019. Overall, the quality is fair for this market. Five by six rounds and smaller, plus bulk grape tomatoes are definitely the best value for now. Next up is an update on all of our berries, starting with blues, which are coming out of Mexico, Peru, and Chile. Availability is beginning to taper off out of Mexico, and demand is shifting offshore. Quality is good, but look for blues to increase in price as availability weakens. For blackberries, there is relatively good supplies coming out of central Mexico. Just like blues, lighter harvests are projected, and quality is good overall. Raspberries are also crossing in moderate supplies out of Mexico, and we may see lower availability as we see an increased demand for Valentine's Day. Lastly, for strawberries, our big berry seller for Valentine's Day, yields are slowly increasing. Florida is coming out of a small planting gap, and West Coast berries are ramping up due to warming temps. Additionally, Mexico will ramp up by the end of the week. Overall, berries are definitely hot right now. Next up, new crop lemons out of the Central Valley in California are looking good in terms of both quality and supply. Optimal growing weather is persisting and the fruit will continue to be exceptional as long as this weather lasts. The story is much the same with limes coming out of Mexico. Quality is solid. Lastly, small navels are limited industry-wide. Larger navels are more widely available and quality has been great with strong bricks levels. Look to buy specialty citrus right now, particularly mandarins as quality is strong and supply is there. Caracaras and bloods are also beautiful. It's been a great specialty citrus season, so definitely take advantage. Lastly, lettuce has bounced back across the board, which is great news, as weather has improved in the Yuma growing region. Iceberg supplies are good, with fair quality overall. The freezing temps seem to be in the past, which is good news moving forward. Leaf varieties, including romaine, red, and green leaf, are plentiful. Tenderleaf varieties really struggled there and are now seeing some relief, as the warmer temps have helped significantly. Quality is fair on Tenderleaf, but this is good news considering the shortage and severe lack of harvesting due to quality issues in past weeks. We're going to roll right into my chat with Mike Magania, our avocado and melon sourcing specialist. Mike told me all about the current avocado situation and how this year is definitely an on-year, meaning guac for days. He also gives us a melon update. Let's hear what Mike has to say. So Mike, we've talked to you a couple of times, and um, last time we spoke in July, there was a shortage of avocados, and you mentioned it was an off year, saying avocados are an alternate bearing fruit. Can you explain that a bit for listeners, and is 2020 shaping up to be an on year for avocados?
1: Uh, correct, and thank you for having me. So last year we were on an off year, an alternate bearing. Avocado trees tend to adapt to an alternate bearing cycle, Um where one year they'll produce a heavy, heavy amount of fruit, followed by a slower year, meaning you know production is going to be reduced. Um, sometimes almost double uh, the previous year. So we are definitely on an on year. We're going to see double the yields. We're looking at three hundred and sixty-five million pounds for the California season. Correct.
0: And is that just from California? Correct. Three hundred and sixty-five million pounds.
1: Correct. Estimated. That's
0: a lot of guacamole.
1: That's a lot. Definitely. <laughs> we need it, though. There's the demands there.
0: Yeah. And so um, where are we sourcing avocados right now? And when are we going to be transitioning back fully domestic to California?
1: So currently, well, keep in mind, Mexico is the only country of origin that is going to supply the United States 365 days a year of avocado. Okay. Uh, so Mexico's always going to be in the picture. California is just now ramping up Um, we are looking at the week of February 9th to be a full go for the season and we're anticipating steady supplies into the summer
0: what's kind of the quality coming out of Mexico right now and and do you foresee any quality issues I know that avocados tend to have a they go up and down and up and down in quality or so it seemed the past few months
1: correct quality's there um, and it's been there fruits it's cutting good and it's eating good um, right now we're seeing a heavy uh, amount of number two fruit, number two grade fruit.
0: What's number two? Grade? So
1: number two fruit could be anything that um, you won't see in a retail store. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see some external scarring on the skin, um, some spotting, you know. They're not the prettiest looking piece of fruit, mm-hmm. but for food service, it's a good alternative. It's a good way to keep your food costs down. Great for guac. Definitely, definitely. The internal quality is not affected. It's all external. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's obviously very cost effective, and, and the demand's growing. Right now, uh, Mexico is definitely pumping out a lot of number two fruits, so there is some money to save there
0: what's the scaling system determined by? I mean, I know you said scarring and the spotting, but is this like weather related issues?
1: There's a a few different ways um, to consider a piece of avocado number two grade fruit. Um, Weather is one, um, you know. uh, So in Mexico, um, you know, it could be anything from harvesting during the rainy season, which causes lenticel spotting on Mm -hmm. the skin those uh, those little uh, spots, um, you could definitely see them when the fruit is green, but as the fruit ripens, those dissolve. Okay. So it's not anything um, you'll see when the fruit is ripe and ready to go. Um, there's also limb rub. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if there's high wind um, and limbs are rubbing up on the fruit or if... Um, you know, there's pieces of fruit that are exposed to the sun. They'll get like a sunburn. You'll see like a red, orangey kind of like a ring on the on uh, on the on the skin mm-hmm. um, and see those. That's all number two grade fruit. There's also uh, in Urapan, Mexico, there is volcanoes, active volcanoes. And oh. some of that volcano, uh, some of the ash lands on the fruit and it tends to stick onto the fruit. Huh. And that sometimes causes it to um uh, if it's not looking too sharp externally they'll put it in as a number two grade fruit
0: does this affect the taste at all
1: absolutely not um avocados have a nice thick coating skin um there's even um uh, bugs that tend to leave sap on the uh, on the skin externally um it does no harm to the fruit internally um so, so it just
0: affects the looks. It's
1: all cosmetic, correct, yep.
0: Can't judge the avocado from its skin. Right. I've had people tell me, and I've also experienced this myself, with avocados, what causes that stringiness inside sometimes that you'll get? Or when the fruit kind of almost tastes like like really sweet almost? I don't know.
1: So the, the stringiness that you'll mainly see on... Uh, Offshore fruit, Chilean, Peruvian, and even Colombian fruit, mm-hmm. you tend to see, um, you know, that stringy um, yeah. stuff internally and in, mm-hmm. in the actual, uh, the pulp. Um, it, it It's just the variety that they grow out there. Um, and that's what makes California and Mexican avocado so good. We don't deal with that.
0: Yeah, you don't have that stringiness. Yep. Um, so how about melons this year? Um, just changing our pace. Where are we sourcing right now? And um, kind of how's that How's that been looking for us?
1: You know, melons right now, we are currently sourcing out of Central America and Mexico. Primarily um, Central America, Guatemala, Costa Rica, Honduras. Um, and we're seeing good, good arrivals into the U.S. There are a few challenges we face um, at the ports. Everything is you know, transported by vessel. So from Central America to get fruit on a vessel and out to the west coast to California, it takes eight days traveling time before it hits the port. And then when you hit the port, you know, you got to, there's delays at the port, there's other arrivals. So you just kinda gotta wait your turn. There's inspections and then, you know, they release the fruit. So it if fruit is tight and limited, you're only, it's only gonna make it more challenging. Um, but, um, it's been running pretty smooth. We're seeing decent supplies on cantaloupe and honeydew. The quality has been pretty good. Um, and we anticipate good, uh, availability into the spring.
0: What is the typical shelf life for a melon? I know with that thick rind, they can, they're pretty hardy. What are the standards that has to be transported in?
1: So these offshore guys, they, they have a really neat program. Um, you know, out here on the West coast, they let the melons, as they're growing, they are pretty much sitting on the dirt, just sitting in the sun, on the dirt, where these offshore guys, you know, down in Central America, um, as soon as the melon is growing, as soon as it's it's large enough, they start placing each individual melon on a plastic tray. And every couple of days they have harvest crews go through the crops, rotate the melons, so there's no spots on the melon. Um, So that's pretty neat. That's why, you know, when you see a cantaloupe in the store, you know, right now, you'll see a nice, perfect, clean piece of fruit with good netting. And it's it's just clean, extremely clean. They also package them um, in plastic bags and then place them in the carton. Um, And they it's it it all trickles down to the seed variety these guys are using. They're using LSL and ESL. LSL is uh, long shelf life and ESL is extended shelf life. So these guys have really keyed in on the seed varieties that they're planting, um, and it's working because if you can get a piece of fruit from Central America um, on a vessel eight days, and then you know transport it to you know suppliers and distributors, and then get it down to the end user customer, I mean, there's very good shelf life on this fruit. You're looking like two to three weeks. Two to like, three weeks, exactly. Yep. Yeah,
0: that's pretty impressive. And so when will we see melons coming back on the market from domestic sources? I know that typically melons are, you know, hotter months here in the U.S.
1: Correct. So we're actually going to be seeing some spring fruit start ramping up in uh, April, mid to late April and May for sure. We're going to have domestic fruit in-house. It's going to be out of the desert, out of Arizona, and then from there come July, July we will be on the west side, you know, out here in California.
0: Do we source melons from um, international sources year-round, kind of like we do with avocados in Mexico, or do melons have a strict domestic and then international season separate?
1: So it, it's it's a funny cycle. Um, so we're currently an offshore fruit. So the in the winter time we depend heavily on uh, offshore arrivals out of Central America. Right. uh, As well as Mexico. Mexico's got fruit available year round. We're out here, um, you know, the desert, Mm -hmm. we're usually there in the spring and in the fall. Right. In California, it's just summer. So we definitely utilize, um, you know, Central America in the winter.
0: Going back to avocados for a second, um, the Super Bowl is a huge avocado push, and how has the market reacted? To this, have you been pretty busy over there?
1: It's definitely been busy. So let's let's uh, let's scale back a little bit. So let's go back to the holidays. You know, you had Christmas followed by New Year's. Mm -hmm. So that's two weeks of very light to almost no harvest.
0: Yeah, don't really eat avocados for either. Exactly, the the (laughs)
1: demand is just not there. And um, you know, starting the new year off, inventories were pretty much depleted and looking pretty lean. You know, we came out of the holidays extremely lean on fruit, um, and that obviously drove the market up, you know, and here we are, you know, Super Bowl weekend. The retail pool definitely did some damage. Um, That's over and done with. We're going to see this market come off. We're already seeing the market come off, um, you know, gradually, but uh, the demand is going to, stay steady um mm-hmm. the next big pool is going to be Cinco de Mayo and yeah. that'll be we'll a, have to
0: catch back up in May
1: definitely <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you know of anything new in the avocado or melon world for 2020 or anything you're wanting to push this year I've asked some of the other sourcing guys kind of things they're wanting to focus on but also anything you know of that's hot for food service
1: definitely um you know one of our suppliers uh, mission produce is um offering an Avo Last program where um it obviously extends the shelf life of the avocado it's pretty much a little little pod that goes into the case mm-hmm. it's biodegradable does no harm to the fruit it will extend the shelf life of ripe and green fruit so anytime you can extend you know the shelf life on such a volatile commodity like avocados and give the end user customer an extra few days to a week yeah uh, of shelf life i mean it's a huge win huge win for everybody
0: mike i always enjoy getting to catch up with you for all of your avo or melon needs please reach out to mike magania here at proact that's all for this week guys remember to subscribe on itunes or google play and follow us on social media for recipe inspiration and tips and tricks next week we'll hear from gabe ramiro over at man packing be sure to tune in have a great week guys and as always stay fresh